0: your mercy and grace now move by your spirit speak to our hearts convict events if need be convert in Jesus name Amen give the Lord a hand clap. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I forgot to tell you a soul was saved this morning at the eight o'clock praise the Lord and truly God is an awesome awesome God. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Exodus, chapter 20, Exodus chapter 20, second book of the Pentateuch Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. We're in to Exodus chapter 20 and verse 1a When you get it, say Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And God spake all these words saying I am the Lord thy God. That's it. I am the Lord thy God. He focused on our faith. And our operative word this morning is comprehension. We're going to be traveling down a road on relationships. We won't be too long, but there are some imperative truths that we need to know about relationships, not just man and woman, but parent, child, and Siblings, one another, comprehension. God created man in his own image. And that word image in the Hebrew denotes intellect, morality, emotions, and will. Those are the critical components of the image of Almighty God. And this image refutes evolution. As Adam intellectually articulated the naming of all animals in Genesis chapter 2, Adam did not begin thinking or speaking in rubbish, goo-goo, goo-goo. He clearly called each animal by name and Adam had never gone to school. He was intellectual and he and Eve also had a deep sense of morality as they were in the garden in innocence, in a perfect environment, having known no sin prior to the temptation of Satan. And they were rational creatures. They could reason. They had emotions. They had a will. And this not only refutes evolution, which is scientifically refuted by the second and third laws of thermodynamics, but it also refutes the whole philosophical view that man evolved from an ape. And that man evolved from a caveman. No, when Adam came out, he was made in God's image and man was created by God to fellowship with God and others and have family and have friendships. God created man to care and cooperate and be and have communication with one another as well as companionship Amen. we are made in the image of almighty God and, and, and the word create in Hebrew is barah where bara means to call into existence something out of nothing Come on, Come on. that God breathed into Adam the breath of life as he made Adam out of dust the origin of man is special yeah. special 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 that uh, no one is born uh, without these faculties and 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 it's it's here that through god's communicable attributes you now let me differentiate. There are incommunicable attributes and communicable attributes to the nature of Almighty God. That there's one God manifesting himself in three persons: God the Father, who is the benefactor of history. Amen. He thought it all. God the Son, who bought it all, and God the Holy Spirit, who signed, sealed, and delivered. And and all three are active all through the Bible. In the Old Testament, Jesus was the word of God, and he came as theophanies throughout scripture to amen in Joshua chapter 5 when Joshua was going off to battle, and Joshua was a bad boy. Joshua was on his horse with his sword and saw a man coming the opposite way on a white horse, and Joshua hollered out, Are you for us or so against us? Joshua's getting ready to fight him, and it was Jesus pre incarnate, and, and, and Jesus said, No but I'm the captain of the host. And it says, Joshua fell on his knees and worshipped him. Can I get a witness? When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was in, yeah, Babylon, and Nebuchadnezzar threw him in a fiery furnace, Nebuchadnezzar said, uh, did not I throw three in, but there's four in there. And one looks like the son of God. That was, that was Jesus Christ. Mean, meaning he'll go through the heat with you. And while you're in the heat, he'll snatch the heat so the heat can't overtake you. Uh, do I have a witness? And, and 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 so we keep seeing all these manifestations throughout the, the the Bible. And it's interesting that when 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 God has His incommunicable attributes of omnipresent, He's everywhere at the same time. Omniscient, He knows everything before it happens. Omnipotent, He's all powerful. Amen. He's infinite. Uh, Man is finite. He's infinite. We can never be infinite. We, we can never be everywhere at the same time. We, 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 are, we are restricted by localization. Do I have a witness? Because of the human body, but God is in it. So those are his incommunicable attributes. He can't share them with man, but then God has communicable attributes through his blessed Holy Spirit of love and joy and peace and mercy and longsuffering and goodness. Do I have a witness that, 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 that if we are yielded to God, the non pro fruit in Galatians 5, we too can live. Do I have a witness? And, 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 And so when we begin to look at this matter of our relationship with God, there is a vertical relationship between God and man. And then there's a horizontal relationship between man and man. Now notice what I just did. I said vertical and horizontal, which forms a cross. I don't know if you caught that or not, but even in Exodus chapter 12 at the Passover, can I get a witness? And the reason it's called Passover is because uh, Moses was instructed to tell everybody in Israel that God was going to get them out of Egypt. One night after they ate bitter herbs, come on now, kill a lamb, kill a, kill a unblemished lamb, and take the blood, put it on his of sponge, and put it on the doorpost and the lintel forming a cross, and when I see the blood, I'll pass over. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, when you begin to look at this vertical and horizontal, the problem is The horizontal cannot be righteously harmonious unless the vertical is intact. We got to be right with God before we can be right with one another. Can I get a witness? If the vertical relationship is out of tact, the horizontal is going to be out of tact. Do I have a witness? You ain't got to say "Man, I'll just go on and preach to the clock. But child of God, if we want healthy and holy and healed relationships of faith, fellowship, and fruit, we... Need to see this vertical relationship as it is Amen. now i 'm getting in some deep waters this morning because one of the things i 'll be talking about is the law of God versus the law of Moses All right. two different laws and 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 see. The reason, Dr. Bettner, that we have problems with the vertical and then we have problems with the horizontal is because we are fractured by our history, our hurts, and our sin. We, we, it is not God's will for you to be isolated. It is not God's will for you to be intimidated, to have internal strife, inadequacies, invalid thinking, feelings from your historical hurts, amen? Whether it was abuse, whether it was rape, whether whether, whether anything that broke you in the past, Jesus said, I've come, I've come to bring healing. I've come to heal the brokenhearted. Uh, Do I have a witness? I've come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. That's the abundant life. I've come to, amen, to fix what is broken. And we are broken people. From the pulpit to the door. We are we are we are we are broken people and 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 so what God wants to do in this matter of this vertical and horizontal relationship is to fix what is broken. I thank the Lord the Lord's got some more fixing to do in my life and I thank the Lord for what he's already fixed. He's already, he's already fixed some things. And, and and you know what? See, we were in denial. We were blind. We thought we were all right. We sitting here this morning thinking we weren't that bad. I'm not as bad as pastor. You know, I'm, can I get a witness? We blind as a bat with sunglasses on. Can I get a witness? And, and see, when you're blind, you can't see anyhow. You can't see God. You can't see others. You definitely can't see yourself. The, the fact of the matter is, is that this vertical relationship deals with the first five um, commandments of God. And then the second five deals with a horizontal relationship, man with man. Now, conversely, now let me say this to the Bible students. The law of God is Exodus 20. And we're going to go through it. Ten commandments, Decalogue. It's the law of God. God gave it publicly. On the mount, Mount Sinai, to Moses. Remember that. If you don't read the Bible, Caesar B. DeMille laid that thing out about two weeks ago. Yeah, in the name of Jesus. And and and, but the law of Moses. Listen, is chapters 21 to 23. It's not the relationship. It's the rules. It's the ordinances, it's the festivity days, it's the sacrifices, it's, it's, it's the Sabbaths. It's all the things that God told Israel to do to govern his people. He gave them a diet. Can I get a witness? He gave them a diet, Leviticus chapter 11. Read the Old Testament. It's interesting. Amen. That, 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 that Israel was God's by covenant. He made a covenant with Abraham. In chapter 15, he put Abraham to sleep. In other words, Abraham had, had nothing to do with the covenant. He put him to sleep. And God, as a light, went through the pieces of uh, Amen, the uh, 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 animal, and, 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 and what he did, he made a promise to himself. Lord, have mercy. You know why God got to make a promise to himself? Because man would blow it. God made a promise to himself. About Abraham being a progenitor of a people called God's earthly people. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob denotes Jew. Esau was Jacob's twin, but Esau wasn't a Jew. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, 12 sons and a daughter. Are y'all with me? The 12 tribes of Israel through four women Leah, Rachel, uh, Zilpah, and Hilpah, Zilpah, and Bilhah, the handmaids. Fractured family. God worked that thing out. Can I get a witness? And, and, and when you get to chapter 50 of Genesis, Joseph is thrown in a pit, goes from the pit to the palace by way of Potiphar's wife in prison. And Joseph said in chapter 50 of Genesis, the last chapter, Joseph's brothers got scared, the very ones that threw him in the pit. Be careful who you throw in the pit. They may, have, you, they may come back into your life. Uh, do I have a witness? Yeah, you climb that ladder, you got to come back down that ladder. Can I get a witness? And they got scared. They thought Joseph, who was second in charge of Egypt, was going to kill him. Joseph said, no, 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 no. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. We look at... One is relational, and the other is rule, a bunch of rules and regulations for me to reverence Almighty God. And that's why Jesus had all of this confrontational, conflictional discussion with the rulers of the land, the Pharisees, Sadducees, and Scribes, because many of them, uh, through their rabbinical teachings, had studied the scriptures. Uh, a mouth to mouth, a word to word. Come on now. And, and 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 what they were saying to Jesus was Jesus gave them a problem because Jesus said, I and the Father are one. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Didn't He say that? He told Philip, You're looking at me, you're looking at the Father. Didn't He tell Philip that? When Philip said, Show us the Father that it will suffice it for us. And, and 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 so they had a major problem with Jesus because Jesus Uh, presented himself as God, God the Son, Son of God. You remember that? But when you look at the Gospels closely in their argumentation, they would challenge Jesus back to the Old Testament Scriptures, and, and and the Bible says he taught like no other man. He taught with authority. Didn't it say that? And, and, and so when they caught the woman in the act of adultery in John chapter 8, that was a key case. And they, they, they caught her in the act. They threw her down in front of Jesus and said, now now, Moses said that we ought to stone her to death. But what do you have to say? Pity himself. Try, trying to get Jesus to go against Moses. And Jesus was drawn on the ground. And he stood up. And notice what Jesus said. Let him that is without sin cast the first stone. Of course, the Viagra crowd went out first, the oldest down to the youngest. What was Jesus still dealing with? He said, look, you guys didn't get it. You had revelation, but no illumination. We have inspiration, but we don't need participation in the Old Testament. Lord have mercy. Every festivity, every Sabbath, every Passover was fulfilled in Christ. That that was the that was the argument at Jerusalem in Acts chapter fifteen. Listen, when they were when some were saying, "Do you need to be circumcised to be saved?" and the answer was no. All that was fulfilled in Christ. That's right. Are y'all are y'all getting me? Oh, yeah. So so child of God, when you begin to see this vertical and this horizontal relationship, um, the Bible says in Exodus twenty, and I want you to see this for the sake of a uh, a. Uh, 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 discussion that amen in the vertical it says I am the Lord thy God not only am I going to give you disclosure but I'm going to give you my deliverance which had brought thee out of the land of Egypt out of the house of bondage Thou shall have no other gods, plural, before me. He's dealing with polytheism, multiple gods. And, and it's interesting when you look at this that God is making it very clear that he is the only true God. Are y'all with me this morning? He's the only true God. And, 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 and of course, all these gods of the Old Testament you 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 had Dagon of the Philippians, you had Ashtaroth. you 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 had Baal, you had all these other gods. He said, I am the only true God. There is to the be no polytheism. Uh, Exodus twenty-three, it's the first commandment. And then the second commandment is are carved images. Twenty-four. Are you with me? Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above. Uh, earth beneath, or waters under the earth. So he's dealing with carved. Third is swearing. A uh, third uh, verse five: Thou shalt not bow thyself down to them, nor serve them. Verse six: And showing mercy unto thousands of them that keep my commandments. Thou, verse seven: Shall not take the Lord thy God in vain. Don't curse the Lord thy God. Don't say anything that would bring a curse to his name. And then verse 8 says, Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Six days thou shalt labor but and do all thy work, but the seventh you shall rest and not work. And by the way, uh, each of these uh, ordinances is goes over into the New Testament with, with the exception of Sabbath. It's, it says about polytheism, uh, Acts eight, eight, 8 amen. Hang, hang in there with me. Acts fourteen, fifteen, graven images, first John five, twenty-one. Cursing, James 5, 12. Sabbath, Colossians 2, 16 says all this was nullified because of Christ. And then, amen, in verse 12, it talks about parents. Are y'all with me? Honor. It didn't say obey. Children are to obey. Uh, adult children, honor your par- your father and mother that, they, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God has. Shall giveth thee. So, from verses one to twelve is the first five commandments. He's establishing this vertical relationship. Hang in there with me now. And in establishing this vertical relationship, he's moving in on disclosure. Lord, have mercy. What do you mean by disclosure? Well, I'm glad you asked because the word. Intimacy in the New Testament is really the ability to disclose. Right intimacy is not huffing and puffing, kissing, closeness, physical. That, that's not intimacy. Intimacy means to have self disclosure where you are totally open and honest. What prevents us from being intimate, open and honest, fearless and free? No secrets, no secret departments, no fear of being hurt, no fear of rejection, self-protective devices, no erected walls around our hearts, no historical hysteria because something happened in our past. Lord have mercy. And see the classic case, was Adam and Eve, after they sinned, God told them not to uh, eat of the tree in the midst of the garden. They did. Satan tricked them. Remember that? Yes. And when they ate, the Bible says their eyes were open knowing good and evil. That's right. God didn't want them to no know good and evil. God only wanted to no know good. That's right. That's right. Every time you and I sin, there's a, another dimension added to us we didn't need. Oh, this is tight. This is tight. If your marriage is on the rocks and you step out, I know it's going to get tight now. You might entertain something that's going to be hard to get rid of. So Adam and Eve hid And that's what we do. We're still hiding. Been married 20 years and still hiding. Can't come out in the open. Because rejection says they'll never accept me. They won't love me. They'll criticize me. They'll throw this in my face. You can't. and, and, And see, we think we have disclosed. We haven't. We're still locked up. That's the nature of sin. It locks you up. Do I have a witness? Then they had the audacity to make aprons of fig leaves to hide themselves. So all of us that have been affected by sin are not only hiding, but now we've made aprons to hide behind. We're not in the open. That's why that clause is in the marriage vows. If either of you know any impediment, reveal it now. Hmm. And the reason we hide is because we're afraid and we're scared to let somebody else get close. And listen to this. The one with the problem has the problem. I can't let you in. I don't trust you. I don't know you. I don't, uh, you got the problem. And you can have that problem till you die. But Jesus said, I've come to heal the broken hearted. God didn't tell you to test the authenticity of whether a person would love you in spite of what you've been through and make you secure. God didn't tell you that. That's your thinking. That's right. That's your excuse for not letting them in. I'm preaching up in this place. So hey, you married and your husband or your wife, they can't get in your phone. They don't know your emails. They don't know your computer. You ain't letting them in. And you justify it. You can talk, you can talk better with your friends and family than you can with your mate. And you make an excuse for that. Well, they understand. All right, yes. But that—that that is that is throwing dirt in God's face. Yes, sir. And somewhere down the line, you're going to pay for that. Because it's one thing to know I need help. It's another thing to know I need help, but I don't want help. Yeah. And see, church folk come to church with all these religious guards. But they don't have relationships that they ought to have. Because relationships are costly. You can't have a relationship unless you start taking off the fig leaves. All right. Do I have a witness? And when you get, when you get rid of everything that's covering you, and, and you're bad naked, then you say, not literally naked, then you say, now will you accept me? That's the real you. I accept you with all your faults. I'm preaching up in this place. Tight but right. Tight but right. That's why Paul says, look, using the Greek word genusko, Paul said that I, he's talking about Christ, that I may know him intimately in the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. The only way I'm going to get intimate with Jesus is the fellowship in the context of his resurrection and to share in his pains. That's right. Being made process conformable unto his death We all got masks on. From the pulpit to the door, everybody got masks on. You got the real you, then you got you. We, we don't see the real you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Child, you know, that pastor's crazy. pastor been out there. I l- Listen. Sister Gordon ain't married no priest. I wasn't no monk. I was in them streets, doc. I was in the military seven years. I ran this world. I've been to more countries than y'all been to cities. In the name of Jesus. Been there, done that. You name it, except one thing. (laughs) You, You name it, you name it, and I've done it. You'll never know the truth. (laughs) I'm going to lean on it, Doc. I'm going to lean on it. So the fact of the matter is, is that God is saying, I want a relationship of self-disclosure. Where everything is out in the open. It's out in the open. That you're not hiding anything, you're not covering anything, you're not protecting anything. You, you trust me, my focus is on my faith. I trust Jesus with the context of my life. He is my joy, he is my power, he is my partner, he's my paraclete. He's everything I need, therefore I can open up and let the world see truth. Good night, Ivory. So when you go through these Ten Commandments, the first five deals with man and God, but then the last five, verse thirteen, deals with man and man. Murder, thou shall not kill. You see that? Thou shall not kill. You should not take a life. Amen. Uh, Jesus comes along and said, Oh no, murder is not just taking a physical life. Murder is hating. When you hate somebody, you've already murdered them. First John three. So Jesus said, I got a different dimension to the commandments because you got this outward favorable text. Well, I'm gonna give you the whole thing. It all, it all surrounds the heart. Are y'all getting me? Verse, verse verse 14 talks about adultery. Thou shalt, he, he says, thou shall not commit adultery. That's, that's, and 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 I looked up the definition here. It's much more than what we think. It it, it is it is a dishonesty. Lord have mercy. It is sexual infidelity, but it's also amen a uh, a uh, 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 point of near. But it, but it, but it, but it, but, it, but it's also part of idolatry. Idolatry works adultery. Uh, when you believe that you are God. When you believe that you are not answerable, it's easy to walk in the sin. Amen. to are connected. So he says, and, and he says right there in verse 14, and not commit adultery. So Jesus comes along and said, Nah, if you look at a woman and lust after her, you've already committed adultery. So see, when Jesus comes along, he's a troublemaker because he's bringing out things that are deeper than what God the Father brought out. Yeah. Lord, have mercy. Mm. Check it out. Check it out. I'm almost there. Thou, thou, thou shalt shall not steal. Stealing is dishonesty. Acquiring another's goods. The counterpart is in Ephesians four twenty-eight. Thou shall not steal. Still no more, but work with your hands. False witnessing is the next uh, untruthful testimony. Amen. In the Old Testament, you needed two or three eyewitnesses before truth was established. If they lied, God killed them on the spot. Deuteronomy 17. And then covetousness, verse 17. The thoughts and desires of the heart, a strong longing for what somebody else has. So those five commandments... Let me go back to verse 17. Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's house. Now stop. Boy, they got a new house. Isn't it nice? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they got it. <laughs> hey, he must be doing something on the side. Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's wife. Thou shalt not cover the man servant, maid servant. Uh, Today, that would be uh, your car, your truck, your washing machine, (laughs) your dryer, (laughs) you know, his ox, his ass, uh, his dog, his cat, no, anything that belongs to thy neighbor. My God. Mm. No, I got to admit, I have committed this sin. Because I look at a guy that ain't that good looking with a fine wife, how he get hurt? Hey, hey, look! Look! I don't understand how he got her. First of all, he's broke. He's ugly. He ain't got no. J- how did he get her? <laughs> Sorry, man. We're just having fun up in here. She's fine as the day is long. Look at him. He don't. even. He ain't even, he ain't even dressed right. He can't talk. <laughs> Alright, leave that one alone. So Jesus. Now no, no, now, come on, come on. Shame the devil. Haven't at times you wondered that about people? Haven't you wondered that about people? Now don't get all religious now. <laughs> Deep Mercy. And if you're not careful, you get mad. You got to love it. See, only women going to say, looks ain't everything. Men ain't saying that, Doc. You can forget that. <laughs> only women going to say that, Doc. Men ain't saying that. <sighs> Boy, she fine as frog's hair. That's fine, Doc. You don't see no hair on no frog. Why does God want self-disclosure? So we can let go and let God. Lord, I was abandoned. I was rejected. I was raped. I was abused. I was messed up. I I, I, I didn't have parents. And and, and all these things are blocking disclosure. And God comes along and says, you know, I'm going to heal it. I'm committed to healing this stuff. I'm committed to moving it out of the way. I'm committed to giving you a new heart, a new mind, a new, a new will. I'm, uh, I, I, I am committed yeah. that when I'm finished, you can self-disclose. Yeah. Lord, here I am, yeah. just as I am. Yeah. Nothing hiding. Yeah. Can I get a witness? And God, God loves it when we're able to stop deceiving ourselves, when we're able to stop hiding behind protective devices called strongholds, when we're able to just move back and let go and let God in and let him bring healing that we need. Let him, let him, let him, let him! Jeremiah said, Lord, have mercy. Let God in, because God will bring an anointing. God amen will change from the inside out. do I have a witness yeah see see listen let me let me let me digress a moment. That was the problem with the prodigal when you go home and read luke fifteen there's there's three lost things in a chapter. Do I have a witness yeah there there is a uh, there's a lost sheep, and the shepherd left the 99 and and went out to find the one. That's your value. You're so valuable that Jesus will leave ninety nine to come and get you. That's shouting material. Do I have a witness? But then, but then, but then there was a lost coin. A woman dropped the coin, and, and she, she had the lantern, and the lantern represents the Holy Spirit. You can't find a coin unless you got light. She took a broom, and she kept sweeping the house until she found the coin, and when she found the coin, there was rejoicing! Ah, that's vision. But then there was a lost son, and the lost son is the prodigal, and what we don't understand is that the lost son went out and demanded all of his money from his father, wasted all of his goods, or riotous living. And when he was broke, the Bible says he came to a senses. Won't trouble bring you to your senses? You you keep living, li- li- keep on living. Do you know when you're closest to God is when you're in trouble? Do do you understand that you can succinctly hear Him when all hell's breaking out? We, We can't hear Him in the confines of great church fellowship. We can't hear Him when we think we're all right. It's only when we get in trouble that God will arrange circumstances to get you back home. And the boy came to his senses and he said, you know what? I, I, I'm tired of living like this. Uh, uh, my father has slaves who do better than this. He, he started talking to himself. Let me go home. Let me go back to my father. And he started rehearsing what he wanted. And let me say this to my father. Father, I have sinned. Yes. Yes. Did he say that? I'm I'm not worthy to be your son. Just make me one of your higher servants. And the Bible says his father saw him afar off. And God sees us afar off. And and as he got closer, his father said, My son, my son. And 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 the boy was surprised. And the father said, Kill the fatted lamb. We're gonna have a party put sandals on his feet amen put a ring on his uh, hand and put a robe on his back can I get a witness why because he that was dead is now alive he that was lost is now found I'm coming in for a landing but church folk the prodigal don't represent you the prodigal represents someone who is sinful and broken. Some of y'all ain't sinful nor broken. You represent the other brother that nobody wants to preach about. The brother that stayed home. Let me, let me stop pausing part. You folk that have been coming to church all your life. No police record. Ain't never been into nothing. Ain't never been addicted to nothing. Ain't never did nothing. Listen to you. Can I get a witness? Always did the right thing. The brother, the brother that stayed home. His father went to the other brother. Turn to your neighbor and say, the other brother. Father went to the other brother, Luke 15. And the other brother said, Why are you giving him a party? You never gave me a party. I never left you. I never got caught up in riotous living. I never wasted your goods. And if you don't see the story, let me show it to you. The brother that was in sin and came home is called liberation. The brother that stayed home never did nothing but is angry is called legalism. Church folk are legalistic. We think we all land in a bag of chips. We think we don't stink. We think we, we, we righteous before God. We think God owes us something. And look what the brother said to his father. Uh, the moment this, thy son came home, you want to throw apart. Not my brother, but thy son. I disowned him a long time ago. Help me, Holy Ghost. I'm preaching up in this place man if somebody in this church fell into deep sin was in the papers came to church on Sunday some of y'all legalistic would sit up there and he ought to be ashamed of it well, no you ought to be ashamed of yourself yeah. but for the grace of God yeah. there goes I do I have a witness yeah. the only reason your names ain't in the papers is because you didn't get caught yet yeah. I'm preaching up in this place can I get a witness? The only reason you think you got a good reputation is because somebody didn't tap into the right thing. And, and, and when you look at the Bible, it's because God, Book of Job, put a hedge around you. If God would ever move that hedge, we would see everything. We would see all the holes. We see all the hangups, all the hindrances, all the addictions. We would see them. I can't get self-righteous with nobody. And y'all don't know me. I'm from Philadelphia. Y'all don't know me. You think you know me. You don't know me. I'm from the hood. Seven years in the military to Vietnam. You don't know me. You don't know what I did, where I went, who I was with. You don't. You think you don't know me. I was a dog. I was a wolf. I, ooh, I, I was out there. I was partying. I. I come on now. I gambled, I drank, I got high, come on now. I wasted stuff. I fornicated. I'm preaching up in this place. I'm not bragging. I'm letting you know where the Lord bought me from. He bought me from a mighty long way. And if God should mark iniquities, who could stand? You better get this thing straight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know it all. Does he know it all? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? Thank you, Jesus. You know my every lie. You know my every deception. Lord, you know it all. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I'm coming in for a land, but I can praise you. And I don't care what you think of me, because who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Can I get a witness? My God is an awesome God. My God forgave me all my sins through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. My God! My God! My God is an awesome God. That's why I praise him. That's why I praise him. That's why I praise him. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not going to heaven because I've been good. I'm going to heaven because of his grace. Grace! Grace, 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 grace. Grace. Saving grace. Suffering grace. Healing grace. He's a gracious God. Say yeah! Say yeah! yeah. He's a gracious gracious God. I'm coming in, I'm coming in, thank you Lord, but finally, but finally, not only God's self disclosure, uh, yeah, and God's, uh uh-huh, yeah, sacrificial, uh, yeah, dynamic of rules, but God's submissive dimension for harmony. Look at chapter 20, verse... Eighteen, I'm coming in now. This is the law. Are you with me? And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the trumpets and the mountains smoking. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. Now, here's what blows my mind. The people made Moses mediator. God appointed him as mediator, but the people made him mediator. Look what the people said in verse 19. And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us and we will hear. But let not God speak with us lest we die. My God. And Moses said unto the people, verse 20, Because of their submissive spirits, fear not. For God has come to test you that that his fear may be before your faces, that you sin not. Lord, have mercy. See, living in God's presence is peace and is power. And and when we properly submit to Almighty God, submitting to yourselves, Ephesians 5.21, submitting to yourselves and to one another in the fear of God. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church, Ephesians 5.25. Wives, subject yourselves, respect your husbands as unto the Lord, as you would fear the Lord. Do y'all see this? There's a disclosure, there's a dependence, there's a dedication, the following, the faith, the fear. And only when our vertical relationship is right will our horizontal relationships be right. Because I'm right with him, I can be right with you. Can I get? Once I break my relationship with him, my relationship automatically breaks with you. Do I have a witness? I, I've seen people in church, they mean well, they, they mean well, they they meet somebody and they so f- afraid, fearful of losing the prayer. Here they go. Come on, go to church with me. Come on the to car. Tomorrow's communion. Get your black suit ready. <laughs> Read your Bible. You can't make nobody submit to him. They got to be submitted before they meet you. Do I have a witness? They got to know him before they know you. Can I get a witness? And child of God, what God wants in the vertical and in the horizontal relationships is disclosure. Aren't you tired of lying? Aren't you tired of hiding? Aren't you tired of pretending? Well, if you are, disrobe. And let God and everybody see you for what you are. Here's what they'll do. They'll love you. They'll receive you. Oh, yes, yeah, some to talk. There's one. In the name of Jesus. But let me say something. That self-disclosure, that dependence, that dedication. That dynamic of sanctification where you and I are obeying the rules. And in every relationship, there are some rules. We grew up with rules. The problem with rules in relationship is it has become topsy-turvy. All rules in no relationship is not good. All relationship and no rules is not good. Do I have a witness? We grew up in them 50s, man. Everything was a rule. They had a rule for everything. Summertime. I'm 13, 14 years old. Curfew. I want you on them steps by this time, and you coming in the house by this time. And you was there, or else there was a night party <laughs> that went out that door. Isn't that right? I, my, my mother, and father had curfew on the refrigerator. After a certain time, ain't nobody going in the refrigerator. I said, you, get, you know. The water's over here at the spigot. You don't need to get in the refrigerator. In the name of Jesus. Remember that? Curfew on the television. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? We we, we had all kinds of rules. And in 2017, we are so busy overindulging our kids with relationship that we have omitted rules. And our society is turning into an anarchy. No respect for authority. No respect for older people. No respect. Come on now. You know I'm telling you the truth. Can I get a win? You know why? Because we have raised monsters and given them their way and told them. I didn't have no say on church. My mother ain't never come to my bedroom on Sunday morning and say, Do you want to go to church? And look, and look, and look. Heckle and Jekyll was on TV. Y'all, y'all know who I'm talking about, right? Hey, listen. It was automatic. It was automatic you did good in school come on now it was automatic we got to get back to the bible bring up a child in the way they should go and when they get old they will not depart but god wants self-disclosure and i pray that all of my life will be exposed for the goodness of Jesus Christ. Hiding nothing. Whatever you see in me that's not right, it's me. It's sin. Whatever's right, it's Jesus. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Hiding nothing. Com- comprehension is my operative word. Next week, we're dealing with relationships. It will be commitment. Please come to church comprehension. We need to comprehend what God wants out of us. Full disclosure. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Amen. As every here, is bow, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, he died for your sins, was buried, buried and rose again the third day with all power. You can be saved right now and instantaneously or you can join our church and Christian experience. Just raise your hand Is there one, we'd love to have you. Had one this morning just raise your hand if you want to come and give your life to Christ or join our church. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Come on. Praise praise Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Coming back home. Coming back home. Praise Jesus. There another. Love to have you. Praise Jesus. Hey, my brother. Glad to have you, man. Praise God. Thank you, man. There another. There another. Just step out and come. Jesus wants you to come. Is there another? Is there another? To our honorable mayor, and I'd like you to greet him. Let me tell you why I preach and I try to live transparently. Because once I'm exposed and done away with, you might see Christ. You don't need to see me. I don't need to see you. I need to see the Jesus in you. Can I get a witness? And when I see the Jesus in you, then there's something in you worth me coming to you for. Praise God. Thank you so much. Church, amen. Come here, darling. Praise Jesus. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Christ. Thank you for this service. Thank you for your word, the law of God versus the law of Moses. Thank you for the vertical and the horizontal relationships. Strip us, Lord. Strip self-import. Strip pride. Strip anything that would prevent the Holy Spirit from working in and through us. And help us to be people who focus on their faith. No matter what's going on in our lives, we focus on our faith. Jesus is Lord. And he's going to do everything I need done today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Nothing's hidden. nothing's hidden we love you have a great day all right hey man love you boy. love you boy love you love you love you